0: They did their social distancing type stuff, and uh, all I saw was nets flying and rods bending and people having a good time. And um, it really was nice to see a lot of people letting quality fish go, too. So there wasn't a lot of fish getting boxed, uh, especially the mature ones. I mean, a lot of guys kept fish, and and they should in every right, uh, but they were only keeping the eater-sized fish and uh, letting the the big ones go. So for us, it was my wife and I and my dog, and uh, we spent most of our time jigging and we were jigging that shallow water I was talking about. We were set up on the boat in a spot that was about three feet deep, and we were pitching jigs right off the side of the boat, and we did we did well. My wife beat me with a big one on opening morning at a 25-incher, but I, I couldn't be more happy. So it's been good. We're off to a really good season, and um I think a lot has to do with how cool it's been springtime. Those temperatures have kept that water from, uh, you know, staying consistent upper 40s, low 50s, and it's kind of got those post-spawn walleyes staying in the, uh, a constant, uh, uh, pattern, which we've been able to key on. So, uh, I know things are going to start getting warmed up now, but, um, as of, as of right now, we're on a tremendous good bite.
1: Okay. And, uh, going out this weekend, so what, what all you're going to bring with you and what's your first, uh, your first plan of attack this weekend?
0: Well, this weekend, you know, we had clients booked and, um, with the reshuffling of everything, uh, they were an older, uh, group and they elected not to come and I would never, uh, disrespect, uh, it, that decision. So we, then I had other guys that wanted to book it knowing that we can now, um, for the Wisconsin side of things, but we elected not to be, we have, uh, some good guys, uh, coming over to film a show with us on Monday and Tuesday. So it's going to give me an opportunity to do a lot of scouting and, uh, trying to put a plan together. And when you do these fishing shows, the number one thing that a guy should do, do something different you watch fishing shows and a lot of them are are, are the same the the same routine Mm -hmm. we're going to try to go out and do something that you don't see very often and uh i think i got a good idea how that's going to go but uh that's the plan for this weekend we're going to we're going to kind of dial in a a new unorthodox type pattern and when the guys come up for the film film production on monday and tuesday hopefully the stars align and we'll put uh we'll put a nice product on TV.
1: Okay. You talked about it some earlier, but but what, what are you normally going to throw at them? I mean, uh, what do they like to eat this time of year in that neck of the woods?
0: You know, so worms. Uh, hmm. Worms are the most constant anywhere you go, and it's no different here. Um, the one thing that people think about a lot this time of year is jig and minnow. Mm-hmm. Well, for, I'm a jig and worm type guy, and when I use a worm, I don't use like a quarter of a worm or an eighth of a worm. I'm putting a whole night crawler, so I am definitely keeping the worm, uh, stockpile high because I'm going through them. But um, you know, I'll use a quarter ounce jig because we got some heavy current right now, the water's up, and I will, uh, I'll just kind of, put, you know, thankfully the, wa- the the stuff's shallow that we're fishing. So I'll put a quarter ounce jig and a whole night crawler and I'll just kind of jig that thing right off the side of the boat. And, uh, most of my success comes vertical jig and wrap.
1: Fishing Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Jared Houston, my guest guide in the Twin Ports area. Jared, you've been over there for a number of years. Um, talk about some of those other lakes that uh, people don't know about—not yeah. your super secret ones, but yeah, <laughs> the ones that have a little room
0: for people. Well, let's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book, and I give—I get—you know—I like to promote fishing, okay. so I don't keep a lot of secrets. But I'm not going to give you all the details, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, you know, we got the reservoirs north of Duluth are awesome. We have uh, Whiteface, which is the farthest north, and then it comes down to Boulder Lake, Island Lake, which a lot of people recognize Island Lake. That's where the usual ALS tournament happens every year. And then we have Fish Lake. They're all tremendous big water fisheries. Um, you know, there are a lot of rocky stuff, so navigation is uh, can be a little challenge. So not, not knowing the waters and going out, that's, that's anywhere you go on man, any new body of water. You really want to do your homework, but especially around here, these boulders in Boulder Lake, for example, are really prop monsters. So they will, they will take your lower unit off if you're going out uh, uh, and, and just going, you know, gunning fast. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, the fishery's awesome. I mean, the water color we have around here has got that Canadian-ish stuff going on. So you've got that coffee stain type water. And um, it's real clean. Uh, the fish that come out of here are, are good looking. You know, they got that, again, they got that golden look to them. That golden Canadian water shield walleye is, uh, uh, shows its face around here in, in this part of the world as well. So uh, on the Wisconsin side of things, you know, being so close and being a Twin Ports guy, I don't, uh, I don't uh, ignore those lakes either. I mean, we go Chippewa flow to the pike chain out in Iron River. We got Lake Abagaman, Upper Lake St. Croix, which is the start of the St. Croix River. Um, you know, Menacing and uh, Amnicon, and great musky fisheries, all of them. So a lot of people forget about the fact, uh, again, you know, we're often swept under the rug when it comes to muskies. People think Leech Lake and Cass Lake and all those tremendous musky fisheries. Well, Duluth and Superior have arguably also a class A musky uh, uh, habitats in these lakes, and they do a good job with the conservation and management of them, and that uh, that keeps our fishing strong around here as well.
1: Very interesting. I mean, I, I've never, I've never fished over there, to be honest. I mean, you know, when you have so many lakes in in our area, we don't even get to fish all those. But there's just so many in the state of Minnesota, and as you noted, into Wisconsin. Uh, it's we're kind of we're really really spoiled. We're not kind of spoiled. We're really really spoiled.
0: We really are. You know, it's a lot of fun for me, uh, Kev, is when 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 I get so caught up on fishing the St. Louis River day after day after day. It's always fun to go out and explore a new lake, and we can do that. You know what I mean? There's always a new lake you can go check out. Uh, I challenge anybody to do the same thing because, you know, sometimes you'll find yourself a magic bite, and uh, if you keep that one to yourself, that magic can grow. And uh, we've we've been doing that for 10 years around here, and that's, a, you know, I I can't tell you how many lakes we've fished around uh, Douglas County, Wisconsin, St. Louis County, Minnesota, and whatnot, but it's it's a lot. And, uh and but with that being said there's always still a new body of water to go find so uh your area of the world my area of the world every part of this great upper uh uh, northern minnesota northern wisconsin there's lakes everywhere so i do challenge people to get out and try something different
1: one of the things i like to ask guys early in the season is uh any new product out there that you really like
0: so you know i'm a northland fishing tackle guy um (laughs) You know, that's kind of my alma mater when it comes to, uh, the Bemidji, uh, connection too, right? Sure. And, uh, a lot of the reason we're doing this, uh, interview now, I think, uh, but they come up with innovative tackle all the time. And one of them, a couple of them that we've been utilizing the last couple of years. So not brand new this year, but, uh, I think it's a year or two old now is the butterfly blade. And it's been a tremendous, uh, worm harness, uh, rig for us. So you can, Troll or drift these things down to a quarter mile an hour and those blades they're made of a composite they just spin so freely um there used to be another one called the smiley blade and and, and northland kind of reinvented it to make it their own uh but it's been a tremendous blade it comes with a uh, plethora of different colors and designs and it's been awesome uh now on the jigging side of things a, a few years i think it's been four or five years now is called the swivel head jig. And I don't know if you're familiar with the swivel mm-hmm. head jig. But it's, it's been awesome for us because we, we fish a lot of snaggy type stuff. And I always tell my clients or anybody else that if we're not fishing the snags, we're not where the fish are, right? And so when we use these uh, swivel head, the, the pivot on the hook is so much more uh, freely that if you get caught up on some lumber or rock, you know, it's a lot easier to get that thing undone rather than having a fixed hook jig. So I really enjoy the, uh, the, the butterfly blades from Northland Fishing Tackle and then also the swivel head jigs, which have been awesome for us as well. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about
1: guiding aspect for, for you. You noted that, um, you know, it's, it's open now in Wisconsin. Now Monday, uh, guiding returns to Minnesota, uh, which I think is it's just a great relief for a lot of real great small businessmen out there, and uh, I'm sure you're happy about that too.
0: Yeah, you know, we've been doing, uh, grinding our teeth here for a little while, like any other person, uh, guide outfits in in Minnesota and Wisconsin, and we're extremely happy. Um, Even though it's only up to two people per boat, you know, I'm a Lund guy. I've been running Lunds for as long as I can remember, and I hardly ever bring more than two, three people at a time anyway, so it's not that much uh, is going to affect me. But you know, my brothers down here in the harbor that are fishing charters out in Lake Superior, which have the big rigs and stuff, mm-hmm. it will it will affect them. Not not being able to bring more than two people uh, is still going to be a downer. But you know what? We're heading in the right direction, and we can be thankful for that. <laughs>
1: have you uh, made any thoughts and ideas on, on, on what you're going to do to make sure you you stay compliant with everything? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. We, we have. We're going to disinfect the boat after every trip. We're going to uh, have a stockpile of gloves, uh, just those surgical gloves, and face masks and uh, offer them to our clients if they choose to wear them. But most importantly, we're going to do some uh, pre-screening, right? So we're always talking via telephone or whatnot before our clients meet up with us and, at the boat launch and this and that. And the question will come up more once. More than twice, maybe three, four times. Is there anybody sick? Is there anybody sick? And if I see somebody get out of the vehicle and they're coughing, you know, I'm I'm gonna ask them again. And if it's uh, if it, I can judge a person pretty well, and uh, I, I feel as though I can read them like a book. And if I feel as though they're sick, we're not going to do it. Um, but uh, prior to that, I think I'll have a good, comfortable level doing that. So it kind of be a pre-screen type deal and providing the. Pre- uh, PPE, right, personal protective equipment and offering offering that and, uh, and then keeping the social distancing thing going on. So we'll put somebody in the top of the boat, we'll put somebody in the back of the boat, and then yours truly will run the, the midsection and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll do it all right and, and, and you know, it'll be good. I think guides should do that around, uh, their, their neck of the woods too. I think, uh, if you take those steps and promote that when you release your clients, they'll probably go to the next people and say, you know, jared did a good job the guide outfit that i used uh provided uh the opportunity to wear protective personal protective equipment et cetera, et cetera. so yeah we will take the proper steps and uh we'll we'll see how it goes it's a weird world where we're kind of playing it uh the way it comes right so, uh, <laughs> yes yeah, pretty much yeah but
1: well listen uh, give us a little advice uh, think about the lakes in our neck of the woods uh, if we're out fishing this weekend what would you recommend
0: well, I got a, just a bunch of lakes I would love to, you know, blow up for you guys. My, <laughs> it's not like I don't visit Bemidji anymore. And, uh, you know, one of my, my college roommate lives on Julia, uh, one Adam Hansen. Uh, that lake's awesome, man. I love Grace Lake. I lived on Plantagenet when I was there. Um, so I can speak of the lakes with my experience in the Bemidji area. But my favorite ones and my favorite techniques to utilize have been, the, the, my friends make fun of me, they call it the J. Hugh Death Drift. <laughs> Because I'll go over a big expanse of flat and I'll just start throwing some lindy rigs and we'll drift in that wind. <laughs> and, you know, it's been productive. Some days it's slow, and, and this and that. But uh, my favorite way to attack fish out in those Bemidji waters is is, uh, is is jigging, or, or I'm sorry, drifting uh, lindy rigs. Okay. With a bait.
1: All right. Hey, Jared, if people want to try and discover the, uh, the Twin Ports fishing scene with you, uh, what's the best way to get things uh, lined up?
0: Well, we got a website. You can find us on social media, too. It's uh, Houston's Guide Service. Houston, just like the city, uh, spelt and pronounced the same way. Uh, website is Houston'sGuideService.com. Or the same thing for the Facebook thing. Or you can give us a call at 218-393-4962. All
1: right. Jared Houston out of the Twin Ports area and a former Beaver football player, I might add. So that uh, makes him, yeah. you know, a cut above the the average guide right there. All right. Hey, Jared, thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. And uh, thanks for joining the show. It was great to talk to you.
0: Oh, it was awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Good luck anglers out there, and everybody enjoy themselves.
1: Gorgeous weekend, great weather. Get out there, do some fishing, and enjoy it. And don't forget, as of Monday, many of these great guests that are guides are going to be open for business, ready to take you fishing, so check their websites and give them a call. That's it for today. Fish and Bob Onion Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle.
0: Fish and Bob Onion Country, Country!